0: In a very fall mood, fall mood, more fall than I normally am. Had a bunch of questions this morning from asshole consulting, and they're they were kind of dumber than average, dumber than average. maybe not dumb, but but boy, people just don't like to. work. People don't want to work, man. They don't want to work, and then they come look at him. Hey, is Jared Jared now your way? There, they're not. That's, I'm not even getting the questions of. Hey, I know I'm Life is going to suck. How do I make it, one, suck the least, and two, get the highest return on investment in my life? I think that is the two best questions. The best you can achieve in life is how to make it suck the least and how to get the highest rate of return out of your time. How do I get the most out of my time? That is the absolute (laughs) pinnacle and fucking best you can hope to achieve. And I got people believing in this dumbass world that doesn't exist. And we have told you time and time again, it doesn't exist. I thought these these people were on the left. I thought they were kids that were not in my rank and file. I thought these were not uh, Cappy's lieutenants, agents in the field. But apparently someone came in with a virus and stuck it into these kids' minds. And, well, I, I don't like this. And I don't like that. And i like to do this. And I'd like. If you start a sentence with I like, you are going to fail at that thing. The confluence, probably the the number one mistake people are making is they think that they should like their fucking job. I don't know. I have how many have I not been on record telling people how much work sucks? Have I not been on? Have I not made the clear delineation between fucking work and fucking fun? So I'm in a very bad mood. Got back from a six-mile run. Had to take a six-mile run with all this Kavanaugh bullshit. And I didn't even pay attention to it. This is just the droppings and the hearings that I hear on the side. This is me trying to avoid it. Pulling to my town. And the whole fucking town is filled with little pieces of shit children that should be studying because it's it's something days. There's a parade about to happen. I can't get to my house. So I know. I'll go park around the other side on the other street lots and then I'll walk. Sorry, sir. It's not even the cops. It's fucking bent with her fucking little white bear lake hand. Sorry, sir. You can't park here. Don't think we're coming. I should fucking around you over the goddamn trunk. Little Miss Perfect Poo, you know, back in the 80s, she was probably hot. Back before, you know, before Prince became obscure and before he killed himself, you know, she was like hot. Now she's, you know. After you know, Lord knows how much cum she swallowed, she's all just like nice little soccer mom now. <laughs> Apparently, back in the days when girls swallowed, because I guess no one's having sex now because we've scared the living piss out of young kids. We've drained the testosterone out of the boys. They're not asking the girls out because women aren't stepping up in terms of equality. You're not asking the guys out, so now we don't have to worry about teenage pregnancies. That's going down. I guess there's the benefit to that there is some hope there's less teenage pregnancies. Um, do I want to leave? Yeah, let's do it. Why the hell not? Doesn't matter which way we go. Hang on, let me pull this up. Let me pull this up. Where is it? Speaking of teenage pregnancies, a hey, party, woo! Ah, uh, even though, even though, uh, hang on. Why can I not hear this? Checky, check, 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 check. What's wrong? Is my audio not up? Swear to God. Oh, that's probably why. There we go. There we go. Oh. Sorry, dealing with all this other stuff. From heavy.com, Amanda Hawkins. Five fast facts you need to know. Now you guys follow along with the old Meister on this one, all right? You tell me what themes are prevalent in this one. A 19-year-old Texas mom is accused of intentionally leaving her two toddler daughters to die inside a hot car for more than 15 hours outside a friend's house where she was partying, authorities say. Amanda Hawkins of Carville was arrested June 9th after... Wait, what is this? How old is this? What day did this come in? Hang on, hang on. Did someone... Oh, you sons of bitches. You don't check the... You don't check the. Uh, hang on, how old is this? This is from 2017. I apologize. I apologize. Let's go with it anyway because it's. I guess it doesn't really matter when when this happened. I re- I would have remembered this one. Uh, Amanda Hawkins of Caraville was arrested June 9th, uh, 2017, after her daughters Addison spelled wrong and Brynn spelled wrong. Died at a local hospital. The Care County Sheriff's Office said in a press release, Hawkins was charged with two counts of abandoning or endangering a child. is being held on $70,000 bail at the Bexhar County Jail, police said. It is not clear if she had hired an attorney. Sheriff Rusty Kierholzer. Well, you got to have a sheriff named Rusty in Texas now, don't you? That kind of goes with it. Said in a press release, the charges would be upgraded after the case was presented to a grand jury. Is being prosecuted by the 216th Judicial District Attorney Lucy Wilkie, who will not be reached for comment, who could not be reached for comment. ba 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 ba. Okay, Amanda Hawkins is accused of abandoning our danger child. I'm sorry, I'm reading this again. Whoever wrote this didn't get to the point. Investigators determined the girls were left in Hawkins SUV intentionally for more than 15 hours, the sheriff's office said. Hawkins was inside a nearby friend's home during that time for the evening of Tuesday, June 6, to about noon on Wednesday, June 7th. According to the investigator, the SUV's windows were partially down during part of the 15 hours. The kids were inside and the temperature was about 60 degrees overnight. Sheriff Rusty told the Houston Chronicle temperatures rose to about 85 degrees at noon. Wednesday with humidity of 96%, meaning it could have felt like 105 degrees, the newspaper reports. Police say a 16-year-old boy who was in the house went out to the SUV to check on the kids and spend time with them for a little while, but did not get them help or bring them inside. Oh, this is what happens. This is this is Wyoming. A little slice, slice of Wyoming in Tejas. During the night of partying, friends told Hawkins they could hear her girls crying. The sheriff told the news stations. The friends told Hawkins to bring her daughters inside, but she refused, according to the sheriff. She told them, no, it's fine. They'll cry themselves to sleep. The sheriff told the Washington Post. That's always good. They'll cry themselves to sleep. Sheriff said the girls didn't have food, water, or bathroom visits during the 15 hours inside the SUV. Now, pay attention, boys and girls. Bryn Hawkins' father, Amanda's husband, Isaac Hawkins. The Hawkins, all right, so... Brynn is the daughter. Bryn Hawkins' father, and who is also Amanda, the mom's husband, Isaac Hawkins, could not be reached for comment. What? That's a beautiful sentence for the you know, father could not be reached for comment. There is a father. He is present. But even when you know who the bastard is, and he is still technically married to the whole with a woman wrapped around it, uh, he is still not available for comment. But that's just Bryn. See, that doesn't say anything about Addison. Addison Over Overguard Eddie's father, Austin Overguard, has also not commented. <laughs> oh, you women do so well without stable fathers, don't you? It is so easy just to replace men with government checks, isn't it? Neither father is being charged in connection with the girls' deaths, and they do not appear to have play, uh, played a role. In the incident, authority says, thank God women get uh, the majority of custody. Amanda, Amanda Hawkins first brought her daughters to Peterson Regional Medical Center on June 7th. She told authorities that the girls were in grave condition when she sought help. According to the sheriff's office, Hawkins was accompanied by a 16-year-old male who has not been identified. There was always that younger kid who could get into the cool, quote-unquote, cool older kids' parties. Remember, Remember that guy? This is what those older, older parties were like. She told hospital personnel that she was with the teen boy and her daughters at Flat Rock Lake, and the girls were smelling flowers when they got ready to leave. The one-year-old collapsed, and shortly after that, the two-year-old collapse, collapsed, Hawkins told the hospital staff, those flowers. She suggested that the girls might have smelled something poisonous. There's a lake close to where they were, the sheriff said. She said the little girls were walking around smelling flowers. She didn't know maybe if they'd ingested or touched a poisonous flower. But investigators certainly learned that she was not telling the truth after the story unraveled quickly. She confessed that the girls had been in her car outside of a friend's house for more than 15 hours, according to police. You know, when, when the doctors start to look at the kids and realize they're dehydrated, they're going to say, hey, this ain't flowers. They say, hey, did the kids throw up? No, they didn't throw up. Well, then how, how are they so dehydrated? Why have they shat themselves? Why does it look like their eyes are all poofy because they've been crying all day? Upon discovering the girls, the mother attempted to bathe them and did not go imme- did not want to immediately take the girls to the hospital because she did not want to get in trouble. Washing them, da redressing them. do 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 I want to see where this gal is. Amanda Hawkins. Where's Amanda Hawkins? And Hawkins Texas update. Judge sets trial date. Um wait, this gets even better. <laughs> oh because the mom's not a whore enough. If 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 I read the previews right correctly here. Care County corrections officer accused of inappropriate relationship with inmate. Yep, here it is. A Care County corrections officer was arrested this week for allegedly being in an inappropriate relationship with an inmate in the county jail on charges related to the death of. Oh, they passed away. Death of her two young daughters, Amanda Christine Hawkins, 19, and Corporal Christopher Bergin, 30, were in an inappropriate non-sexual relationship for about three weeks, according to Care County Sheriff. Rusty Haresholzer. Poor Rusty. Oh, poor guy. Here's the, here's the guy that got arrested. He looks normal. The trick is to hire people with as many tattoos as possible. But don't hire uh, Jack Donovan because that might be too straight-laced of a guy for you. That's why this was up in the news. Is she was, She was inappropriately having a relationship with this guy. She's still in jail. Hawkins... Was arrested by Bexar County Sheriff's Office deputies on June 12th. She's been sitting in there for how long? A year and a half? 2018, 2019. Oh, they finally set a trial date for this gal. It'll be September 24th. Oh, hey, that was a couple days ago. Maybe this is why it was coming up. But see, she's pretty. She's pretty. So we should let her go. Her alleged accomplished Kevin Frankie is accused of six crimes, including two counts each of manslaughter, abandoned child, endangered child, imminent danger, bodily injury, and injury child, elderly disabled with institutional SBI mental. His trial is set for August 27th. His attorney is listed as Joe D. Gonzalez. Passed away in 2016. Oh, that's what someone probably sent this to me because of this. She's finally gonna to go to court. Even though it was a year or so ago that this happened. And where's the Clary podcast? Um, let me go through this stuff. I put donation things below in the comment section if you want to do that. We have super chats up. What else? Um I just, foul mood guys, I'm terribly sorry. We knocked that one out. I wanna talk about, no, we talked about Dear Abby, how I don't wanna spake my grandson because he's torturing and being cruel to animals. North Dakota, producing more oil than Venezuela. White people for the win again. Uh, California District leads to modernized sexist dress code. No, don't care about that. You know Let's just get the damn sponsors out of the way. Let's do that. Umri's uh, Coldfire.com, check that out. Alaskachaga.us, check that out. I say, are they related? No, they're completely different. Orion's is just a website. Guy writes stuff, but he also has some pretty good photography going on. If you wouldn't mind checking that out, Orion's AlaskaChaga.us, that is uh, basically mushroom coffee. Instead of coffee, beans, and grounded, they have uh, grounded mushrooms. And it's not as much caffeine. It has some other properties and health to it. So you can check out AlaskaChaga.us. They are a conservative family. They do not like communists or socialists. So if you would like to order your Chaga tea, you want to look for a supplement or substitute to coffee, Check out AlaskaChaga.us. We got the Amazon affiliate program link below. AcademicComposition.com. If you are in college or school right now, and you are getting assigned worthless papers to write that have nothing to do with your degree, and you would like to pay somebody else to write those papers for you, contact my good friend Alex at AcademicComposition.com. Uh, he and his crackpot writing staff. I know you guys say, crackpot means bad. Isn't it just crack writing staff? Yes, but he's so good it's crackpot writing staff. They needed an extra syllable. They will write your papers for you. He is in more desperate need. To, the, he's got more clients than he can handle right now, so he's looking for writers and marketers. So if you could kindly contact Alex at academiccomposition.com. him know that the captain sent you either as a potential employee or as a client. Let Alex know the captain sent you and i don't know i don't feel like advertising my books you guys all know it's there although worthless got 200 reviews we passed the 200 review mark thank you very much for all of you who put reviews in for those of you that read my books and um you don't need to buy any more but you'd still like to help out the old captain do something that's free go ahead and write a review just give a star rating or something like that be honest do not lie we got other people's books, Run Guts, Pull Cones, and Pushing Rubber Downhill. That's by our good friend, Adam Piggott, who you can find also at the website, Pushing Rubber Downhill. He's been busy. He kind of started skimping on the podcast there, of which I haven't been able to listen to because it's been busy as hell here, um, between getting my house ready for sale and getting the fuck out of this state. Let you dickwads pay your taxes here uh and then slowly moving to south dakota i won't have to see the soccer moms and the little shitberg children that aren't in school we're gonna watch a parade yeah what's the point of watching a parade i can see if kids do it because it's new it's novel they get candy but then like for a while they're like the gf like let's go look at the parade i'm like what why Well, it'd be fun. No, it won't. It's like at at 9 a.m. and and they start marching and and, then the the music is there and they march the people and there's people twirling the marching band. And when marching band is the big deal, like when that's the big to-do of the entire parade, you know, that's got to, kind of tells you something, doesn't it? Now we have to hand the candy. We can't throw the candy. And then, uh, and just, me, it pisses me off because all the parking is gone and, I got to deal with traffic and soccer moms. I know I don't live here and this is technically your town, but you see, I'm a teacher and I work at the school with the children. So I am the most important thing in the world ever. And you see, that means that you can't park here. And it's just like, I wonder if she was getting wet that she could tell me not to park here. And I just say, okay, lady. I said, all right, lady, <laughs> probably younger than me. All right, lady. I kind of wanted to, like, because I still have standard transmission, burn the tires, but that would have called the cops. And the cops, of which some of which I've ran into personally. Cappy, what are you doing? Nothing! A slip. Can't help it that I. Standard transmission. You know how this. Oh, wait, you're a young cop. You know how a standard transmission works. Wonder if cops got to learn how to drive standard transmission. You think they got to learn that nowadays? Case like of emergency, probably not. I guess not. Uh, What else we got for sponsors? Asshole Consulting. Sorry I'm in such a foul mood, guys. Just a foul mood. AssholeConsulting.com. Check that out. I'm not going to go through plugging all the other podcasters until I find out they're plugging me. 763-657-7843. 763-657-7843. That's Mike. So who's Mike? Mike is the guy I buy my precious metals from. If you'd like to order precious metals, go through Mike. 763-657-7843. It's, a lot of you think, well, is this just this guy named Mike, and he's got a phone. And like, yeah, I could get you some silver. Yeah, yeah, silver eagles right off the presses. He runs a, a gold and gun company, uh, MN Gold Buyer. I think it's mngoldbuyer.com. Let We take a look here. To his website about us, where is he? Is this the right one? Yeah, that's it. MN abbreviation for Minnesota, mngoldbuyer.com. My buddy Mike, you know what? Hang on, I gotta gargle, my throat is going. Hang on, I'm so pissed. This will be a minute or two. Everyone, take a bathroom break or jerk off or something. Get so tired of being pressed for time. That's probably what it is. I'm all pissed off being pressed for time. <clears throat> I like to go to like different lakes. The problem is, since I've lived here for so damn long, I've ran around the local lakes and local parts and have local routes, and you're on them all the time. And then you got to drive further and further, farther and farther afield to get to different lengths of different parks. And it's still it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Unless I want to drive. 200 miles, the scenery really isn't going to change. It's like, hey, prairie lakes with some trees. And they say, oh, isn't that a nice park? I love that park. It's like, they're all the same. Here's a pond. Here's a lake. Maybe it's attached to another lake. There's a stream feeding the pond. Look, we put a walkway around it. I'm going to go run this one. Hey, maybe I'll go counterclockwise this time instead of clockwise. Man, you got the greatest life. You're living the dream. Yeah, running around fucking lakes. So I, I, there's a chain of lakes, uh, 45 minutes. Now I'll drive 45 minutes to go run around Lake of the Isles and Lake Calhoun with the Atham. You can look that up, which has nice scenery and architecture. Plus there's, I've ran there for 20 years now and I don't know. I just, it's, it, it calms me down. But after a while, it's like, I can't go to the city traffic. gets too bad. You either get in there early and get out early. I didn't get out there early to avoid traffic. So then I had to head north. Avoid what traffic would be coming from the south. And I went and I ran. What the hell was it? There's a lake that was on a stream that never feeds into the St. Croix River, north and to the east of here. So I ran around the, whatever lake it was. It, the park escapes me now. There it was. Same old. Okay. Here's, oh, wow. Oh, this has a little bit of a bay. Hey, those are ducks, just like the, all the other fucking ducks I've seen before. Good news is I got to binge on podcasts to to avoid politics, to avoid getting angry. Because imagine if I if I listen to political podcasts. I've been listening to uh, tank documentaries. You go on YouTube and you can find some websites to like convert YouTube to MP3. So I found a website, and I've just been binging on tank documentaries and World War One documentaries, like the Battle of Passchendaele, um, which was actually horrific. Uh, learning about that and and um, what else? Uh, dog fights. Learned about dog fights and uh, the, the Red Baron. And how he was shot down by, what's his name, Roy Brown or something like that. And it's, oh, did he really get shot down or did the land-based machine guns get him? And, uh, and learning about the Sherman tank. All this, it's like way better than, let's say, this Kavanaugh bullshit. Way better. Then why I started listening to Forney. Then maybe the tail end, yeah, that was the tail end of the run. Maybe that's why I got pissed off because he was talking about Kavanaugh and all that. Had Elkins on his podcast, I think. Oh, now I'm back. You know what? Let's go to the, let's go to the live chats. Let's see what you guys got going on. What what are you what are you animals talking about now in the chat room? Uh, <clears throat> Hello, King Mamet. Hello, Morgan. Uh, women, women are crying. Therefore, Kavanaugh raped 600 women throughout his high school years. There's, you know what? There is some good news to that. The the left is probably even more apoplectic than they were when Trump got elected, because the media has told the the, the lies. Just the, the complete night and day difference what they're being told by left media about how he raped women, and then there was a gang rape, and then then it was he ran a porn industry, was a pimp, and he kept women in dungeons. They will believe anything they say. And and with that mentality, they actually do think like this rapist got, got nominated and passed the senatorial elections. So it's foul of a mood I'm in, at least. I can't imagine what it's like being a true believer and thinking a rapist, you know, and the Republicans are out to get you. Oh, Celine Frit, Frit, Fr- Frodima. Hello, Celine. Dariel, uh, Skelly, when's the next book coming out? Not for a while. I got to write it first. Although, again, that that backup book is coming. I did talk to the artist. He did send me um, uh, kind of a quasi-semi-finalized thing. All he's got to do is make some minor changes and then color it in. Joshua Landrum writes, Crappy, when are you coming to Phoenix? Uh, probably won't be until winter. I usually do go down to Phoenix and visit my buddy Khan, the talented Mr. Lee, and um, I go and I crash there, and then I go hiking and play golf and all that. Uh, but I usually go to Vegas first, pick up my golf clubs there, and then I go to Vegas. Um, oops, where did I thing go? So if if I do go, and it's kind of sad. I, I used to have like a lot of friends who would hang out there. And if I do go, it's because there's a hell of a hangout group we got down in Phoenix. Um, Jose's down there and um, Nestor and uh, a bunch of other uh, cool cats. We all go to the cigar lounge. The Fox's Den. You want to talk about some really cool guys. It was kind of funny when um, I've done meetups down there before, but the last meetup we had like seven or eight guys, and one guy is an ex- Pilot, ex-military pilot. A, he used to fly in Alaska and a very interesting fellow. One guy works on rockets. The other's an electrical engineer. The third is this entrepreneur who's just kicking ass and and just an old school um, tradesman who's who's got the business acumen. Uh, one kid was a jiu-jitsu expert and and they're all like, "Hey, tell us about you." I'm like, "Fuck me, you guys all know about me." I'm kind of boring. We got a guy who works on rockets. A guy who flies over Denali National Park and was stranded. He landed on a glacier. That's what it was. He had engine trouble and he landed on a glacier, and he had to wait for a rescue. I'm just like, yeah, hey, what do I do? I'm on the fucking internet yelling at the microphone, and I ran around and I looked at some ducks at a lake. That's exactly like the same ducks in the other lake. I ran around yesterday, but counterclockwise, and like, hey, tell us. It's like, no, no, I don't want to. I don't care about me. It's just like you guys tell me about you. Real cool group, real cool group down in Phoenix. Um, I will let you know. I'll let everybody know when I come down to Phoenix. Joe asks, your movie moving where to? South Dakota. Going to South Dakota. Um, All right. I did want to hang on. I did want to talk about this Kavanaugh thing. Not because he got elected. That's right. Or he didn't get elected. He passed the Senate Judiciary Committee. Now it goes to the full Senate, and whether or not they bad about about. And like I said before, I I don't know anything about it except just the basic stuff. And once I heard the initial stuff come out about how they were going to go back to his yearbook, I'm like, I can't, I can't watch this anymore. I can't. And what little bits I've heard ever since coming out of it, just it really got me really angry and I had to sit down and think about it because it, it was, it was Matt and Chad were talking about it and I had to sit down and figure out why does this bother me more than aside from the blatant lies aside from the Holy shit, you're going to go back to high school. I had to sit and figure out why this, this and I'm presuming for the rest of you, why it resonates so much or why you, you have to watch it or you have to pay attention to it. And I don't think it has anything to do with drama I don't think it has to do anything with you being a political junkie. The reason why people are watching this more on the right, on the left, they think it's because there's an actual rapist. They don't think anyone on there. I mean, Oh, what's his name? Patton Oswalt came out with a shirt that says, believe women. You know, th- those people who just believe women are magical and never lie, which I'm wondering, where do you come from? Uh, aside from those people who, who think the complete opposite, for uh, those of with us with uh, Sander minds and have lived in the real world, there's there's things you just can't put your finger on, but your survival instincts are just blaring the warning alarms and the warning bells. And I had to figure out why this was, and so I sat down. And I came up with five very concrete things, very uh, threatening things that are being highlighted in the Kavanaugh whatever, tobacco, crisis, whatever you want to call the shit show. Now, thankfully, he's <clears throat> he's made it past the uh, the Judiciary Committee. I don't know if he's going to get approved in the full Senate, so he's not out of the woods yet. But I think these are some lessons we can pull from it. And I want to crystallize and point them out. I want to list them so you understand just how much your freedom, I mean, quite literally, your freedoms are threatened and how psycho these I are. Mean, these are evil people. And I'm talking to you, Democrats out there, you know, you good, caring Democrats. Those of you who think, like, you know, I'm just for the little guy, we got to help out the workers, da, 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 da. And, and that's noble and it's right. You should want to help out the little guy and the workers. You're doing it wrong, by the way. I didn't know if you studied the world of socialism. But this is your team. Okay. One is just how literally tyrannical. Dictatorial and totalitarian—three slightly different words, all with unique meanings—but but I am—I mean, the use of all three of those are how how totalitarian, how tyrannical, one of the main parties in the U.S. government has become. The Democrats are willing to go back to your high school yearbook to go and get dirt on you, which which implies to me then that you. You, you have to be Jesus Christ. You, you have to be without sin. Because, of course, the Democrats are without sin because women are sinless. You know, it's just women because we would would just believe women. They didn't do oh, She didn't lie. She didn't do anything like that. But it's an impossible sin. They will go and ruin you if you get too big a position of a power, too public a p- uh, position. Not even a necessary position of power, although uh, Supreme Court justice is one of the most powerful positions out there. I just wanted to show you how far back they're going. I remember during the uh, the Great Recession, or not the Great Recession, the dot com recession. Oh, here comes the band. Here comes the shitty high school band. Wow, you can hear that, fuckers! Angry podcaster takes truck, kills eighteen while marching band has nothing to blame but listening to the Matt Foley show. <laughs> But they're going to go, right now, out there in that marching band, there's some kid who's going to go and become a great engineer or a great surgeon or a great lawyer, and he's going to want to run for public office. And he copped a, a, a feel of, of Amy, Amy Amundsen's uh, left booby back in the seventh grade. And, oh, my God, they're going to drag him through the, like hell. That's not even the ones that come out and lie, which is number two. Women can only just lie, uh, but they can now demand automatic belief. I mean, anyone can lie. I mean, you just come out, you lie. All right, that's always been the thing. Uh, But it's that they gain traction and they get automatic belief. And they're demanding automatic belief. You know, I don't know if the past four or five years of fake rape accusations being anything. Like maybe the women are crying wolf. Maybe me too. What was the gal? Hang on. The gal who's was a big Me Too gal and ended up having a, what would you call it, an affair? Me Too, um, Rose McGowan, was that the gal? Um, a juvenile? Was it Rose McGowan? Fishing? Oh, Argento. Asia Argento. Asia Argento. That's the one. Hang on. Asia Argento, hang on, bear with me. Asia Argento, yeah, this is the gal that was caught banging uh, the young guy that she was, you know, what are they? Some claim she was uh, grooming him. She worked with this boy actor, or she acted as her his mom in one of the uh, one of the shows she was in. And then it turns out she banged him when he was 17, which I guess it's the statute of limitations. But here she is. She's one of the big proponents of the Me Too movement. Oh, my God. And, and we're, we believe, just automatically believe, they don't see the tyranny and the power that gives them. And I don't think they care. I think the Democrats and women, some of them know that if you could just get an unchecked, unassailable, unquestionable power, an unassailable person, well, then they could just go and do whatever. Then, hey, the next thing is cattle cars. Well, I can have sex with little boys, and then I could accuse men who maybe patted me in my bottom in 1987 at a frat party of sexual harassment 30 years later. that The fact, that, and that there's so many, I know the vast majority of women wouldn't lie, but I wonder what percentage of the women actually believe this shit. You know, you don't, it's kind of the Muslim question, you know, like the majority of Muslims are not these uh, psychopathic killers uh, who wish to murder and blow up things. The vast majority of them are not radicalized, but they estimate one in 10 are. Well, that's kind of a big number when there's a billion of them. What percentage of women are are, fe- are feminists? They actually believe this because they've been indoctrinated, not because of any malicious intent or hatred of men. They just believe it because that's what they've been told to do. 40% maybe? They like the critical thinking skills because they all went to college and learned critical thinking skills. Yeah. And they're oh, I believe her. Well, I believe that. And then you vote in these actual liars and, and scumbags like the Asia Argentos of the world. And then they're in positions of power. Lord almighty, they vote for this. They vote for that publicly. What do they do behind the scenes? Three criminalization of natural male behavior rape is not natural that's wrong even grabbing little susie johnson's boob in the third grade wrong pulling amy jones's hair uh, ponytail in the third grade wrong but they almost all want to equate it to rape <laughs> it's it's you know or harassment and again, you throw in that the, the Democrat Party, the leftists, these veritable communists are willing to go back 36 years. They're willing to go back to high school to bring it up later. What what And, you know, I don't know, things in the 35 years ago might be okay back then that are not okay now. Because the Democrats always like changing things. They always like moving the goalposts. They always like keeping the Republicans dancing on eggshells. Beforehand, if someone was had mental um, was stupid, mentally stupid, uh, not because of choice, but because of maybe brain damage or uh, disease or whatever, they were called mentally retarded. 35 years ago, you had the United Negro College Fund. Those are the appropriate words for people who I guess today we now call mentally disabled or african-american because we like to spend seven times as many times talking vowels and, and syllables that do not need to be talked when we could just say black so back then it was uh, the negro uh back then it was retarded mentally retarded now oh god we hear you can't say negro now holy cow that's worse than the other n-word probably And just to be the perennial victims, to be the perpetual victims, they are going to go. I mean, really, what is going to be? And it strikes fair into you, all of you guys. Like, what the hell? Like, is yeah? again, I talk about getting the cheek when you try to kiss uh, Susie Jones uh, at the ninth grade dance. Is that going to be sexual? You laugh. You think it's not possible. But by heck, I've been watching... Um, the the uh, the saint with Roger Moore, or one of the greatest scenes in the greatest James Bondville, uh, greatest James Bond movie ever, Goldfinger, TJ Martineau. Dick, say hello to Felix. Oh hi, Felix. Dick, say goodbye to Felix. Why? Man talk, and he spanks her. Dude, there's like five instances where Roger Moore spanks the girl, the female love interest, or flirt interest, or just female. Oh my God, you'd be, oh, that, and that was acceptable. Hell, there was one in where he's actually spanking the woman, you know, kind of like uh, John Wayne was spanking Maureen O'Hara in uh, McClintock, which she deserved and she wanted. That was perfectly fine back in there because women got out of hand. They needed a little spanking. And sometimes they liked it and asked for more. <laughs> but, no, seriously, what have you, what? Well, are we going to go back and uh, exhume John Wayne's body? Are we going uh, to, Sean Connery's still alive? Is she going to, is that actress going to come back out and say, Sean Connery and the directors of Goldfinger totally harassed me. They they said, Sean Connery, you spank her in the ass. What about uh, Walter Matthau? He passed away, thankfully. In, in the outtakes of Grumpy Old Men, he pinched Sophia Loren in the ass. And you know what? She laughed. She giggled. She'd enjoy it. But she probably was oppressed and brainwashed by the male That We are not talking stable, sane women of the World War II generation. We are talking the fucking brainwashed zombies coming out of college thinking they're all oppressed. When they had mommy, daddy, and the government, and the taxpayer fund a four-year party as they majored in complete bullshit, and as the taxpayers pay more money to create a make-work government jobs program, also these feminist women can make believe they have jobs. Then <laughs> they think that they're oppressed. I mean, if if life is that easy, if your problems are, are, are to the point like, I got spanked in the ass at a party, a man hit on me. Oh my God. And they're gonna go at and choose you with the Democrat Party, a main institution in these United States, closely related to law, sometimes makes the laws themselves, if they're willing to go and ruin a man, which is for all points and purposes very statistically likely a lie. A bogus, just a lie. And certainly the new ones that come up well, we don't have corroborating witnesses, or well, we're just we're just saying. And going back, Beckloff said it great. He says, you know what? And if it did happen, I don't care. That was 35 years ago. And I'm inclined to agree with him. Cops or it didn't happen. Last podcast, I talked about how we want to help you girls. We don't want rapists. We don't want molesters. We don't want assaulters out there. You got to go to the cops. You got to help us. But but don't tell me, oh, coincidentally, now as he's about, to, oh, hey, at the wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Of Diane Feinstein, hey, why not you come in and file this complaint? And not only to bring that poor man through all that bullshit, but to drag us American citizens through your fucking circus and your fucking psychopathy? I I wrote a, a piece on it before, but Chad made a point on the Elkin, or not on the Elkin show, on Matt's show. He's like, they're showing the normies. They're finally bringing this into light as to just how crazy they are. Not all women hate men. But a lot of them do and I, that's another thing I worry about. What what percent this is the fifth and final thing? What what is the percentage of women that hate men? And not as bad as that, what percentage of women actually believe the 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 Ford pitch? What percent of the bank we could even say what percentage of people in general are like um Oh, the idiot with the believe women. How many ju- How many of you people just think you should believe women? The Anita Sarkeesian thing. The uh, <clears throat> uh, Oswald Patton thing. Believe women. No, I don't think I'm going to believe women with all the fake rape accusations that have come to light. No, I, I'm not going to believe women when all the circumstantial evidence is that you just did it for political gain and attention to a book deal and a fundraiser. You know that What's-Her-Name got almost $500,000 raised in her GoFundMe account? Uh, The Blaisley Ford gal? Almost $500,000. Maybe it's even more by now. Who knows how much it's But whether you... Do it for the money, the fame, the attention, or you're an ideologue and you're willing to ruin men. You're willing to outlaw male behavior. You're willing to criminalize behavior in the past that is not only natural but was accepted 30 fucking six years ago. Whether it's that or you just are a true misandrist, you hate men. What percentage? I don't care. The effects are the same as hating men, whether you maliciously hate men or you are delusional to think that you're oppressed and you need to get back at men. I don't care as a guy and as a guy who has male friends and I care about them. What percent of the other half of the population or the male population themselves hate men? Whether it's you're consciously doing or you believe you believe the Kool-Aid, you drink the Kool-Aid. Cause if, and I've been trying to wrestle with this question like, you know, what percentage of, of, of people are psychotic? What percentage of the population believe in socialism? What percentage of the population, women, think they're actually oppressed? What percentage of the women hate men? What percentage of the men blame themselves? Reason I ask these questions, want to figure these statistics out, which is kind of impossible to do, is I want to know what percentage of the population has their shit together. And it's going to result in a stable, sane society. Because if it's too high, let's say it's, you know, like, uh, say, uh, a 3%, let's say, uh, whatever the gay population estimate is, not to equate gay people to this immoral, re- reprehensible behavior. I'm just using it as a statistical example. Okay, you know, there's some gay people and, and or, or bi or whatever, and and, and uh, there they are. Okay, it's, it's minor, but they don't present a threat uh, either because, well, Non-binary people don't present a threat. I know a lot of you people would disagree with that, Um, but I don't believe they're malicious. Although some, some are, I'll admit some uh, SJWs in the non-binary world are there. But if you got 40% of the women or 60% of the young women who think they're oppressed, let's just take something like that. The canard that you're oppressed and therefore, you are in all the all the assumptions and expectations and actions and how you interact to treat men from there on out from that one false premise. Well, you're going to expect hand me outs. You're going to view men as uh, <clears throat> questionable at least. You're going to assume things like original sin and privilege and all that. You're going to vote uh, in politicians who will vote in policies that are not based in the real world and therefore be ineffective. Perfect example: trying to solve poverty. And then what percentage of the women – here's where it gets really scary. What percentage of women just hate men because of this? Where they actually are led to believe by biased media, lies in the media, lies by the Democrat Party. You know, you are oppressed, and now they see, them, oh, I am oppressed. They just voted in a rapist, the republic, and now you really hate men. Well, if that's one in three, and you operate from these five premises, and I date you – and i what i i um i'm not kidding let's let's say there's a little aaron clary out there somewhere right now he's this dipshit 19 year old kid he doesn't know what he's doing and he asks out uh, uh jessica and he asks her out jessica cuz she's got great cans cuz that's what a stupid 19 year old aaron would do and he doesn't care that jessica is a sociology major with an ethics studies minor he just likes her cuz she's got great cans and he asks her out, and things go well, and he's not listening to her because he doesn't care about what she has to say because she's not saying anything intelligent. She just has great cans. And Aaron is only thinking about the great cans. So he wants the great cans. It's the end of the day. Dave really didn't go that good, but he doesn't care because he just wants to get late. So he's like, all right, maybe I should go for this. He goes in for the kiss, and he gets the cheek. Now, does, does young Aaron, 19-year-old Aaron uh, circa 2018, does he have to worry quite literally what? Twenty forty four. Twenty forty four. Does a uh, young Aaron of today have to worry about uh, Jessica, whoever it was, coming back when he goes and decides to run for uh, mayor of the WBL? And she comes out, oh, he raped me. And then the rate, the definition of rape—forty years into the future I've been so warped that trying to get a kiss uh, 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 at, at, on the doorstep of dropping off uh, Jessica. I'm being serious. Is that what? And then, you know what we're going to look like? We're going to look like those fucking pussies in Sweden. That's where it's going to go. I had a buddy. He went to Sweden. Won't mention who. I don't think most of you know him anyway. I don't mention him a lot, but he went to Sweden. And he was telling me how uh, all the Swedish girls wanted to bang him. I said, I thought they hated America. It's like, no, dude. We are so masculine co- compared to those pussy Swedes over there. And they, ha- they don't see real masculine men. Uh, that they're like, you know, but it's been beaten out of their men through the law and all the feminism and sexism and all that going on. So when you're an American, they, and he says, you know, I said, but how did they identify you? Cause this guy looks Swedish, ice blue eyes, bright blonde hair. I mean, you're like, oh yeah, he'd totally fit in. And he's like, no, she said, he said, they came up to him and said, you're an American, aren't you? And he's like, how could you tell? Because he was dressed the same way. He looks like that. I think he actually is Scandinavian, genetically speaking. And like, it's how you carried yourself. You just walked right up to the bar and took a seat. And I'm thinking, well, wouldn't you just, is not that what you normally do when you walk into a bar? You walk up to the bar and get a seat and think, no, it's the way he walked through the crowd. And he was trying to tell you, oh, he wasn't trying to tell me, he was, he was trying to remember if he just blasted his way through. Which he wouldn't do. You know, you're in a foreign country, so you'd like to be on a little bit better behavior. So he's just like, oh, excuse me, pardon me. And he walked up. And apparently that was aggression. That was that was uh, uh, masculinity. Merely walking through, excuse me, pardon me, get a drink, order a drink, that was it. That was it. However he carried himself, that was masculine. And the feminists and the sexists and the misandrists over in Sweden—they have got their boys so pansified, so pussified that a guy from the United States, being polite and civil, simply walking through a crowd, saying "Excuse me, pardon me," getting up to the bar, displayed way much more masculinity and aggression than all the other ones. <laughs> and that's what we're going to become. They're going to become such such landmines. Such little eggshells that you can't step on that you are gonna have to tiptoe around them. My God, I you know, you always go and try and cop a feel in the and I I wonder, I wonder, I'm about 10 years younger than Kavanaugh. Another 10 years goes by. I was trying to cop many feels when I was in middle school and high school. Is that gonna be? Is someone gonna say Aaron Clary dated me and he tried to cop a feel? Because I got news for you. I ain't going to be on that testimony stand crying like Kavanaugh. <laughs> you go right ahead. You go right ahead. There's not going to be an ounce of an apology. There'll be a pride. I'll give a speech like how we have every right to try to get to cop Field, First over the brawl and then under the brawl because God bless America. And you girls can stop at any time by saying no. Like, oh, all right. Okay. But guess what? We're going to try again because we're Americans and we're horny teenagers, damn it. And that is male nature. And Neverly, we go away. There's a line. Most good men will not cross. We'll be like, okay, fine. And the Neverly boys, please don't get blue balls. Okay. I'll just give you a little bit of advice. You go in for the kiss, you get the cheek, you don't ask her out on another date. You're making out, you go to a Field, she like, moves or squirms, she's not ready to have sex. You know, put date her, but you know, go find some other girl and you don't even bother trying again. Uh, and you don't pay for dates anymore. Um, what else? You find out the girl doesn't like to have sex today. today you nope, gone, done, done. But you put it on and then you try again. You try again. And then uh, but if if it turns out to be, you know what, jerk off, rub one out, and then go cool, see a bye. Getting hot and heavy, making out with the girl, you trying to undo her bra, she squirms. It, you would be a hero. You would be a personal hero to every man out there. Maybe not today because the young boys, it's all on the internet now. You don't know what it's like to unhinge a bra with one hand. Anybody else remember doing that? How you would practice unhinging a bra with one hand? Did you ever? You, nobody, that was like good because you, you'd have to, you'd fumble with the first girl for a while, but inevitably you could do it and unhinge it with one hand. And the girl's like, where did you learn that? And then then you just like All right. Um, anyone? No? Ah, hang on. I'm going to go to the chat room, see if anyone. Maybe I didn't really cover this one. Apparently, nobody else has unhinged the bra with one hand. Good skill to have. Good skill to have. It's like blowing smoke rings. That's the level I put it at. You can. Low smoke rings. You can unhinge a bra with one hand. Larger point being, if you get any kind of resistance, like significant resistance, not you're know, like, oh, I don't, I don't know, but like, oh no, don't do that. Like, all right, go, excuse yourself, run one, out. rub one out, flush it, grab yourself a diet coke on the way out. Say, see you next week, and then you go have fun. You get some homework done. You work an extra shift, and you, my good young man, will come out further ahead. I know why Kavanaugh was crying. I know, I know, sign fan, sign fan nine. I know why. I'd be just so pissed off. There wouldn't be, I'd be so angry. I, (laughs) Atham, of course, of course, you've unhinged bras with one hand. Of course. Oh. Anyway, I just want to point that out. I just want to point that. And, all five of these things, all these fears—one that the, t- uh, com- uh, democ- uh, the Democrat the Democratic Party has become that tyrannical—they are go- they are the the Stasi. They will go back to your middle school yearbook if they have to. They will easily do it. Women can lie and not just lie. They're demanding that they believe without any evidence, putting them at a superpower status, and and the percentage of the population that's going to believe them because they want to. Uh, the criminalization of male behavior, the Uh, never-ending pursuit of equating increasingly petty forms of male behavior as rape or assault or harassment or something that can be criminally prosecuted. Uh, And then ultimately, just what percentage of women hate men, either consciously or unconsciously. That's what I want to know. Now, realize, here's something you got to realize. If that doesn't scare you enough, realize that we only got by By the skin of our teeth on this one. If the Democrats had won and Kavanaugh wasn't approved in the Judiciary Committee, that would have meant that all those things had more or less become codified, at least in the politics of Washington State. They may not make an actual law about it yet, but it shows you, and it would have totally empowered and emboldened the Democrat Party to continue going, hey, we got away with this. What can we get away with now? We can, it's the minority. We can finally turn, hey, we can do it. We can turn American men into Swedish men. We'll finally win. That's how close we were. And Flake, my God, what an, what an epiphanal last name. Although it's kind of funny, my grandma, I talked to her. going to go out with my grandma. Grandma, God bless her, still alive. Going out for dinner with my grandma tonight. I'm going to take my little nieces and nephews because um, I don't have kids. So they kind of like my kids. So, thus her great grandkids. And I mean, come on, what what great grandma doesn't like? You know, I have a little one year old. We got Geronimo and Lucifer coming into town. Geronimo and Lucifer. Those are my two little nieces. Who doesn't like little kids? And they love dressing up because they're, they're girls. They love dressing up. And they put their hair in a certain way and they wear dresses. Even the little one year old. She kind of knows what female is and what dresses are, and she knows what you're saying. Well, you are very pretty. And then she smiles and looks at you even though she doesn't speak English. Um, they know what pretty is. They know what flowers are. They know what dresses are. So we're all going to take – I'm going to take all the girls, including the GF. All girls. Four girls, one me. Going to go to uh, to dinner. Uh, but I, I called my grandma. I say, hey, grandma, you want to go uh, get dinner? She says, yeah, let's go do that. She like, and then she asked me, have you been watching the Kavanaugh here? I'm like, no, I, I can't stand to watch it. I'm like, are you? She's like, oh, I've been watching them all day. I'm like, why? How How can you? You... you You're the sweet grandma lady. Why would you even care? You must be celebrating that you're going to be on your way out here relatively soon. Why would you? I wonder if she doesn't watch it for pure macabre reasons. Because my grandma's very sharp. I know a lot of people say, my grandma's very sharp. No, no, no. My grandma is very sharp. She worked in investment banking. Um, She is a genius with math and numbers and statistics. She will win she will take your money at cards. She will. I'm not joking. You think I'm joking? Aha! It's cute. Oh yeah, it's real cute until it's your fucking money. So my my grandma is very very intelligent, very sharp. You know, still can converse and um, and I, I'm just kind of like trying to figure out why this intelligent of a woman would be watching this painful soap opera, and I think she must be having an enjoy the decline like approach to it because she must she must watch it with awe, because by this time in this you know ninety one you're like ah I, you know. I got, you got to figure out how does this end? I really want to know before I pass on what craziness is going to ensue. Are they going to go this route? What is, what's going to happen here? And I said, no, I can't, I can't watch it. I just can't get that agitated. And then, um, and my, my stepdad the same way I called him. Like, hey, you better been watching all that cabin. I'm like, how are you watching this too? Don't you have other things to do? Like mow rake leaves, anything, pick up dog shit in the front yard. I mean, how could you, how could, and I, I, again, the only explanation I could come up with is these old farts. They got nothing else to do. They're kind of like, eh, I just want to know what, you know, what kind what kind of turd is this generation going to leave before I pass away? I, I think maybe that's what it is. Oh, what else? If you want the questions answered, you got to do a super chat. I might go through the, I go through some of the things here see. Uh, God, look at this. Honest to God, do you guys think I'm going to answer these questions for free? Opinions on Hitler's economics before World War II. Oh, is that all? Really? I think 42. And here's another easy questions, uh, question from Andre. Aaron, what do you think about artificial intelligence taking jobs of the next generation? Oh, is that all? The answer for that is... Also 42. uh ba-da-ba, ba-da-ba. Why would you go to a party full of drunk guys alone? I don't know. I don't even know what the what the what that woman claimed. I don't care. When I found out psychology professor and psychologist at California. And she was claiming this happened 36 years ago. And she's a registered Democrat. Don't I don't believe her. Don't believe her. I do not believe her. Uh, girls from the Philippines like to be spanked, according to Atham. Mel Gibson and Maverick also spanked. I won. Okay, good, good. Cappy, should Gen Zers be executed? No, they have yet to prove themselves. Uh, do I still trade Forex? No, I don't. I did until the uh, Swiss government intervened in the currency and took all my profits away in one day. I was very upset. <coughs> uh, ba-ba-da-ba-da, ba-ba-da-ba-da, ba-ba-da-ba-da. Uh, Bacon Maldito. Maybe, a $5 super chat. Thank you. Uh, maybe she is watching with the enjoy the decline lens. Next allegation against the guy. He personally assaulted and raped an entire school campus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what what do you, you either go increasingly petty where he held my hand or he escorted me across the street. I mean, you either go increasingly petty or you go all out. He raped an entire bus of nuns. He raped a bunch of kindergartners, both male and female. Uh all right, let me take a look at the stuff. Uh, do I have any fan mail? I don't know, let's take a look. let take a look at fan mail. So... nope nothing at older brother. Got any paper printed off with the fan mail? No, always. Oh, this uh, a script allows the, the House ideas, master to do list, backup to do list, old to do lists. There's one other thing. Oh, here, let's take this this on Bloomberg. Bloomberg. Oh. Millennials are causing the U.S. divorce rate to plummet. Don't worry. I'll suss out what's really going on. They try and spin it. It's Bloomberg. You know how it happens. Americans under the age of 45 have found a novel way to rebel against their elders. They're staying married. Well, wait, under 45, that's Gen X too, you know. Uh, They're staying married. New data shows younger couples are approaching relationships very differently from baby boomers who married young, divorced, remarried, and so on. Yes, that was a bit of rinse and repeat now, wasn't it? Still get a kick out of our time, this this online dating site for retired baby boomers. (laughs) It's our time. No, your time was like 50 years ago. Now fuck off and die. I want wrinkly penis. Well, penis is already wrinkly. I want wrinkly boobs. Generation X and especially millennials are being pickier about who they marry, tying the knots at older ages when education, careers, and finances are on track. The result is a U.S. divorce rate that dropped 18% from 2008 to 2016. Or they're just cohabitating. Did it, did it dawn on that, that they're cohabitating people that would normally be married? I said, whoa, see what happened to dad? See what happened to mom? See what happened to him again? Do you remember the first names of all the step, uh, step siblings we had? Because I don't either. That was a quick two years, wasn't it? I think his name was Joe. If anyone could tell me what video game that's from, I'll be impressed. A new guy. So if you never get married, you never get divorced, you're not in these statistics now, are you? <clears throat> according to an analysis by University of Maryland sociology professor Philip Cohen. This is where we spent a lot of money, taxpayer money, no doubt, on Dr. Cohen to tell us something that we already knew. Demographers already knew the divorce rate was falling, even if the average American didn't. Their question, however, was why? I don't know. You see somebody like stick his dick in a tree shredder and you look at him yelling You say, maybe I shouldn't stick my dick in the tree shredder. But no, we got to go and do a study and say, hey, should men stick their dicks in tree sh- uh, shredders? And Philip, hey, Dr. Sociology professor, Philip Colling came out with, with $200,000 worth of uh, government grant money to find out, no, in fact, you should not stick your d- a dick in a tree shredder. And what do current trends mean for the mar- marital prospects of today's newlyweds? One theory is that divorce rates are falling largely because of other demographic changes, especially an aging population. Older people are less likely to get divorced, so maybe mellowing boomers were enough to explain the trend. It sure is tiring getting divorced all the time. Maybe we should just be married. No, that's what the World War II generation wanted us to do, and you can't trust anyone over 85 and a half. lost my place. (coughs) Oh, was I just talking all by myself there for a while? Hang on. Oh, there we go. Uh, One theory is that divorce rates have fallen largely because of demographic changes, especially an aging population. Older people... Are less likely to get divorced. So maybe mellowing boomers were enough to explain the trend. Cohen's analysis of US Bureau of Labor uh, data, our Bureau US Census Bureau survey data, however, suggests something more fundamental is at work. Even when he controls for factors such as age, the divorce rate over the same period still dropped by eight percent. Well, okay. So what? So now if it dropped by eight percent the divorce rate, that means eight percent less divorces are occurring. So 92% of the divorces are still occurring. I know it's a drop, and it's, it's significant. That's the right direction, but you still get a 92% divorce rate. So what, only 45% of marriages end in divorce? <laughs> the marriage rate has also fallen over the last several decades. Okay, there we go. But Cohen calculates the divorce rate as a ratio of divorces to the total number of married women. Cohen calculates the divorce rate as a ratio of divorces to the total number of married women. So the divorce rate's decline isn't a reflection of a decline in marriages. Rather, it's evidence that marriages today have a greater chance of lasting than marriages did 10 years ago. Good. The change among young people is particularly striking. Susan Brown, a sociology professor at Bowling Green State University, said of Cohen's results. The characteristics of young married couples today signal a sustained decline in the coming years. Young people get the credit for fewer divorces Become boomers have continued to divorce at unusually high rates. You guys just can't give it up, can you? All the way into the 60s and 70s. From 1990 to 2015, according to the Bowling Green's National Center for Family and Marriage Research, the divorce rate doubled for people aged 55 to 64, even tripled for Americans 65 and older. Oh, Cohen's results suggest this trend called gray divorce may have leveled out in the past decade, but boomers are still divorcing at much higher rates than previous generations did at similar ages. So the baby Boomers will be known for ending Western civilization, but a very close second will be that they had the uh, gold, silver, and bronze medals in, uh, in divorce. Today's young couples don't seem to be following the same path. One of the reasons for the declines, decline is that married the married population is getting older and more highly educated, Cohen said. Fewer people are getting married, and those who do are the sort of people who are least likely to get divorced. Good. Good. You, you boomers scared us straight. Always got a kick. Why don't you put a ring on it? Why don't you put a cup of shut the fuck up in that mouth of yours? Why don't you pay me? Why, I'm not talking. I'm talking other women that want. You know, you guys have been dating. So why do you put a ring? Why don't you cut? Shut the fuck up. Why don't you say, hey, don't uh, fix if it ain't broken? How about, hey, the plane's still in the air? How about, hey, the nuclear bombs haven't gone off? Hey, nothing bad has happened. Cup of shut the fuck up. Drink your coffee. Marriage is more and more an achievement of status rather than something that people do regardless of how they're doing. I don't know if it's status. Many poor and less educated Americans are opting out of not getting married at all. Of course, they just have kids. They're living together and often raising their kids together, but deciding not to tie the knot, and thus are more smarter than the educated people who are getting married. No, I'm kidding. I added that. And studies have shown these cohabitating relationships are less stable than they used to be. Fewer divorces, therefore, aren't only bad news for matrimonial lawyers, but a sign of America's widening chasm of inequality. What? Marriage is becoming a more durable but far more exclusive institution? Are you guys going to bitch and whine about marriage inequality? Is that a thing? Oh, God, heaven forbid. Heaven forbid if I search this term and it actually comes up. What did you let this do now? Wow, pops right up marriage in and puts inequality. Oh, I think you know what. I think this is referring to uh gay marriage. That's why I think this is hang on. Yeah, same sex relations um Same-sex couples. Yeah, this is all wiktionary. Let me... Yeah, this is all related to... um, Still looking. No. Okay. Thank God it's just these two dingbat sociology professors think that just because married people make more are more stable. That oh, that's bad, and we gotta redistribute. So, all right, uh, let's go through the the talk here. it makes another five dollars super chat. Thank you very much. Of course, marriage is falling failing today. It's been turned into just another government program. Boy, ain't that the truth? Why you need a state license to be a family is beyond me. That that it's the simplest argument. And you know what? The Republicans could have won a bunch of, bunch of leftist votes, not actual leftists, just they could have won the gay community saying, you know what? It ain't the government's business if you get married. You know what? We're out. We're not doing, we're not doing marriage licenses anymore. Nope. That is a private contract between you and another person. But the children, Aaron, the children's. Oh, my God, the children's. I don't care about the children's. I don't. If, and once you stop caring about the children's, the rest of society will start caring about their own couple kids die. Oh, there'll be some costs and consequences. Some mistakes will be made. But, you know, there had to be some deaths of uh, test pilots in order to master the a commercial airliner. And their sacrifice will be duly noted and appreciated. All right. Uh, that's it. Sorry for the angry podcast. Kind of disheveled. They had a fucking parade out there and all these assholes walked past my house. Hang on. Let me take a look. <coughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look at all the fucking sheep out there. All these morons. They, they stand in line in traffic because there's only, basically, if you look at the WBL, there's 61. That's the main drag. Then there's the lake. So you can't go to really either the south or the east because there's a lake there. And it causes choke points. And anytime there's an event or celebration or fireworks or something. All the sheep from the surrounding, it's got a lake. Let's go to White Bear Lake. Oh my god. And then they get stuck in traffic. And then I just look at them and laugh like, ha ha. All right. Uh we'll see you guys later. Toodles.